Welcome to Not Your Mother's Menopause, Making Hormones Make Sense, with Dr. Fiona Lovely. Dr. Lovely is an expert on health, treating women and their families from around the world. Her specialities include endocrinology, functional neurology, and functional medicine. Please visit us at drlovely.com. And now, here's the doctor. This is Not Your Mother's Menopause, Making Hormones Make Sense. I'm Dr. Fiona Lovely. We are right in the middle of a series of podcasts about the prescriptive cocktail that's often prescribed for women at perimenopause for the symptoms of perimenopause and menopause. And this one's a big one today. We're going to tackle the topic of the antidepressant and anti-anxiety medications, as well as the, uh, which of course includes the SSRI class of medications as well, or uh, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. So, you know, I've got to say, this is a lot of women are taking these medications. And what we know is that when a woman has... um, symptoms of anxiety or depression, and they're very, very different things. So um, in order to just sort of give an umbrella kind of information here, I just want to talk about them together. Of course, they could be their own category. Um, but to uh, get back to the to the category of the medication or discussion about the medication, there's a whole lot of women that are taking these meds. I would say one in three. A lot of times it's every other woman that comes in the door uh, of my clinic I see taking these medications extremely common. And what that tells me is that there's a bit of a, a spiritual disconnect between where a woman expected herself to be at her midlife and where she actually finds herself. And for some of us, that makes us anxious. For some of us, that makes us depressed. And for some women, it's both. And, uh, you know, I'm no psychologist. uh, So if you think that these sorts of things could be going on for you, please check in with your um, mental health professional social worker, psychologist, uh, psychiatrist, um, whatever it is that may be right for you. Then have somebody working with these issues for you because taking a pill doesn't really make them go away. It just really helps you. It's like a crutch. It props you up for a little bit so that you can start to deal with these issues. And, you know, it's a funny thing, right? Because thyroid and adrenal gland dysfunction, either too high or too low, can cause anxiety and or depression. So it's not just, this is just an out of, um, out of alignment way of thinking, but it's also a very physical thing. Um, there are certainly things that can be going on with your brain and your glands that can be causing these issues. So I really am just trying to suggest to you, if this is you that, or if you're taking these medications that, You don't look at them as a long-term solution uh, because I have heard that taking the antidepressant medication in particular, I had a woman describe it to me like this. She said, it's like someone 
uh, she, this is what she noticed when she came off them. She said, it's like someone turned on the color on the TV, put the TV in HD. And I had been sitting in a living room in the dark and the TV was black and white. So I think you lose a lot of the, um, nuances of life when your brain is numbed. Uh, with these kinds of medications. But that said, they can be lifesavers for women that are passing through something very difficult uh, mentally. So looking at what your estrogen and progesterone are doing, um, I was recently interviewed for another uh, podcast for women. Uh, When those episodes are released, I'll certainly uh, let you know so you can have a listen in. And the interviewer, said to me, she said, uh, that the birth control pill made her homicidal, but menopause made her suicidal. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm grinning as I say that, but if you've ever felt that rage of hormones, uh, there can be that up and down what they need to be doing, making sure that you have any nutritional deficiencies uh, dealt with, making sure that you're um, doing the good self-care. And that means sleeping eight hours a night, doing whatever you have to do in order to get that eight hours. I just wish we as women would dedicate ourselves to our sleep the way we dedicate ourselves to our issues or drama or so many other things uh, in our lives. And if we did, we'd see a a huge change in the quality of our lives. Making sure that we're eating a non-inflammatory diet. So that's taking things like gluten, dairy, and sugar out of our diets. Um, And you know, that's something that is a process and it takes a lot of work to get there. And, um, as someone who has partially gotten there uh, with my own diet, I can tell you that it's um, it's terrifically uh, a game changer when you feel how much better you feel when you're actually eating well and eating quality food. I think it's really important to mention, too, uh, some spiritual nuggets, if you will, of what I have seen in women taking these medications over the years. Um, first of all, there is there was a school of thought um, several years ago now. I, I don't see it so much anymore, um, but there was research done that, that showed that um, taking antidepressants helped with hot flashes. And, oh boy, that's a slippery slope. And the results showed very little length of time change. So I think it was two or three months that it would improve the hot flashes and night sweats. And and of course now uh, we know that there are just um, better options for sure. Anyway, so let's go there. Uh, Let's talk about the spiritual aspect. Are you living your life fully? Are you accepting yourself as the glorious creature that you are? Because women are magnificent, aren't we? We can just do everything, anything and everything. And uh, I think we forget that. I think we're too quick to um, compare ourselves to others. And quite often what we present to others is is uh, is a facade 
um, we're not showing people our authentic selves and we're whatever, for whatever reason, not empowering each other to just be authentic. And I think that's so much a part of that expectation of what we're supposed to be doing and looking like and feeling like at mid age, uh, in the perimenopausal years, um, versus what the actual reality of it is. A lot of us are missing passion and purpose. And I say, go about life like with a childlike wonder and see what shows up. Don't judge it. Just let it show up because everything has worth. Everything has value in our lives. And, you know, we don't learn things. Uh, We don't learn the lessons we're supposed to learn from things that are tied in a pretty bow with beautiful wrapping paper. It's the ugly, messy stuff that teaches us the most about ourselves. And I don't think we really have a culture that allows us to embrace that. In fact, we hide it or pretend it didn't happen. But we've all got stuff like that, sister. We've all got it. So embrace it and heal the wounds of your childhood. Do the work. Do the work. You know, when we ruminate on what have could have what could have been, that becomes um, regret, and regret is what causes depression. Certainly, there are other factors, but that's the uh, emotional connection. And for anxiety, for women who suffer from anxiety, it's usually that we are projecting the future onto the present, um, and not just being in the moment and, uh, that sort of angst about what could happen, uh, running the scenarios of what could happen in your mind. That's where the anxiety comes from. Uh, I know that I have suffered with anxiety, certainly, uh, throughout my life. Uh, and I find that the thing that has helped me the greatest with that is Byron Katie's The Work. If you're not familiar with this, look it up. It's worth worthwhile uh, having a look at. Her books are fantastic, and um, the work that she's done really just teaches us to be in the moment and look at what the actual facts are and not the things that we're overlaying on the current situation, either from situations that we regret or things that we have uh, anxiety about in the future. So that's been a game changer for me, for sure. What are you pissed off about because you didn't stand up for yourself or speak up for yourself? And after a certain amount of time, you don't even recognize who you are. I think we all have situations like this in our lives. And, you know, being able to look at the situation objectively after some time has passed and saying, recognizing that whatever was going on didn't really matter anyways. And whoever it was you were looking for uh, recognition from didn't really matter anyways. The person you need to please is yourself first. So a big topic here, I'm certainly no expert at these um, very complex uh, brain-related disorders. Uh, I do know that 
the body system-wide is always involved and it just behooves you to see your primary care physician and make sure that everything is working well, make sure your hormones are balanced, make sure you're controlling stress, make sure you're getting enough sleep, make sure you're eating well, and make sure you're just trying to show up and accept who you are and your authentic self every day. I'm always grateful for the time you spend with me. My website is drlovely.expert. Leave me a comment on the Facebook page, please. It's not your mother's menopause. Making hormones make sense. Thanks. The views and nutritional advice expressed by Dr. Fiona Lovely are not intended to be a substitute for conventional medical service. If you have or suspect that you have a medical problem, promptly contact your healthcare provider. No information offered here should be interpreted as a diagnosis of any disease, nor an attempt to treat or prevent or cure any disease or condition. As with any new advice or program, you should always contact your healthcare provider prior to starting anything new. Thank you.